rate, review, share, enjoy. Earth Angel, Earth Angel, will you be mine? Alrighty, everyone. Happy New Year. It's a happy new year. Hope you had a great Christmas. Let's uh let's get started with some New Year's movies from Yahoo here. It's movies with scenes New Year's. Uh we have New Year's Eve, When Harry Met Sally, Sex in the City, the movie about a boy. An Affair to Remember, The Holiday, Boogie Nights, Bridget Jones' Diary, Serendipity, 200 Cigarettes, New Year's Evil, Waiting to Exhale, The Apartment, Happy New Year, Charlie Brown, About Time, Phantom Thread, Carol, Someone Great, Ghostbusters Deuce, Holiday, Are We There Yet, Sleepless in Seattle, Shout Out, Trading Places, Snowpiercer, While You Were Sleeping, Money Train, the Godfather Part 2, Four Rooms, Ocean's Eleven, the original from 1960, and High School Musical. Okay, that is that list. I got Clippers at Pacers on mute right now. I just watched Oklahoma State. Nearly upset the Kansas Jayhawks at Kansas on CBS. That was a that was a great game. I watched the Iowa Hawkeyes take care of business in the Music City Bowl this morning against Kentucky. More of a basketball school. Uh, when I was at the gym, I saw. A little bit of... I actually saw the best... A lot of action in the uh, Alabama-Kansas State game. Uh, Which one? I can't remember which bowl that was. But, um, yeah, I saw the Deuce... The little Kansas State running back, Deuce something. Saw his long touchdown run. And then in the next sequence... Alabama came back with a giant pass play and a uh, passing touchdown. Then Alabama blew him out. And speaking of which, so my bowl record is 15-8 and eight with all the, all the games I picked between um, Dad's podcast and uh, Cousin Brett and Matt. Fifteen and eight. That's pretty. That's pretty darn good. Darn tootin'. All right. I also have some 
poll results, some official Twitter poll results. I did, I, I put out a question here, best Sonics player of all time? Got five votes. We got one for Ray Allen, one for Richard Lewis, one for Sean Kemp, and the winner with two votes, the glove, Gary Payton. Then we have, have you seen Avatar 2? We have three votes for yes and six for no. We have, do you get Christmas presents as an adult? We have eight votes for yes, two for no. And then, do you stick to your New Year's resolutions? Three votes yes, two votes no. Guess it, guess it kind of just depends how tough your resolutions are. So, um, yeah, or how honest you're being on that Twitter poll. Okay, we took care of business there. We did all that. Speaking of NBA, so we have uh, Pacers up five points near the end of the third quarter right now. Let's take a peek at the standings. I was looking at the New Orleans Pelicans tied for first place with the Denver Nuggets. They've won five games in a row. I think they're uh, overperforming right now. Brand and one of their best players, Brandon Ingram, has missed a lot of games, and they're still doing it. I just it's not gonna at the by the end of the season. I predict the Pelicans are a four seed, which would still be good. Um, the Suns are a little bit down this year. Yeah, so the Pelicans have Zion leading the way with 26.2 points per game. Brandon Ingram, 21 points per game. CJ McCollum, 20 points per game. And they got Jonas Valanciunas with a nine and a half rebounds at the center position. And um, so yeah, I think I think they'll the Pelicans will fade down the stretch and uh, towards the All Star break, I predict. But I was saying, let's see, go back to a uh, NBA. Gosh, I lost the standing. There's the standings. I was looking at the Suns. The Suns are in seventh place. The Grizzlies are in third. Yeah, they've been good. The Clippers are good. Clippers are in fourth. I think they'll win this game here on the road. They're down three points here. Yeah, I think Clippers win this. In pod prediction, the Sacramento Kings are fifth. They got Sabonis has been playing great. De'Aaron Fox has been playing well. Let's see, Kings... Let's see. We got, uh, yeah, De'Aaron Fox leads away with 24 points per game, six assists. Sabonis, 19 points, 12 rebounds. 
Kevin Huerter in the shooting guard, 16 points. Malik Monk, I think Malik Monk might be a sixth man. If he's coming off the bench, Malik Monk is a sixth man of the year uh, contender. Yeah, like the the Kings are good, good young team. The Suns, well, it's because Booker, I think Devin Booker may have missed a lot of games. Uh, the Warriors have been struggling. Steph Curry's been out a lot. Let's see. In the Eastern Conference, the Boston Celtics leading the way by two and a half games. Then you got, yeah, the Celtics with Tatum and Brown. Might be the best one-two in the game. Then you got the Bucks, led by Greek Freak. You got the Nets, Cavs. Cavs are a good young team. The Sixers are fifth. Yeah, the Sixers are a bit lower than you would expect. Pacers are sixth. You got uh, the Heat, the Knicks, the Hawks, and then in 10th in the final playoff spot, the Chicago Bulls at 16 and 19. Um, yeah, there you go. There's a little NBA chat, chatter. Uh, let's look at the who's leading the way in in the points. Lots of very high points per game in this um, early season here. Lots of players. We have seven players averaging at least 30 points per game. Those seven players are leading the way. Joel Embiid, 34 points per game. And that was my MVP prediction in the NBA podcast with my dad. Ooh, I hope Embiid can stay healthy there. You got Donkic right behind him, also averaging 34. Greek Freak. You got Shea Gilgis Alexander quietly just dominating in OKC. Jason Tatum, Seth Curry, or Steph Curry, and uh, Durant is the seventh player there. And then the eighth player in scoring right now is one LeBron James. LeBron. I get a little coffee. LeBron. LeBron. He just had 47 points yesterday on his 38th birthday to celebrate his birthday. Just LeBron's been crushing it. Let's pull up uh wait, let's go back to I just want to see then we'll move on from this NBA chatter. Uh, but what has LeBron done? Game log. There you go. So we'll look at his recent games here. So yesterday, we have 47 points, 27, 28, 38, 34, 
31, 33, 30, 33, 35. Yeah, those were his point totals in his recent games. Uh, crushing it, like I said. LeBron has been crushing it, okay? Now let's move on to, let's read a little bit of Churchill. We are in the uh, Winston Churchill book here. The Ambassadors section. The zeal and efficiency of a diplomatic representative is a measured is measured by the quality and not by the quantity of information he supplies. Ambition. Ambition not so much for vulgar ends, but for fame glints in every mind. Now we have the America section. How heavily do the destinies of this generation hang upon the government and people of the United States? And then a uh, footnote written in a newspaper column in 1934. The United States is like a gigantic boiler. Once the fire is lit under it, there is no limit to the power it can generate. The Americans took but little when they immigrated except what they stood up in stood up in and what they had in their souls they came through they tamed the wilderness they became a refuge for the oppressed from every land and clime the american eagle sits on his perch a large strong bird with formidable beak and claws there are no people in the world who are so slow to develop hostile feelings against a foreign country as the Americans, and there are no people who, once estranged, are more difficult to win back. Then we have anecdotes. Anecdotes are the gleaming toys of House of Commons history. House of Commons history. wonder what that means. Analogy... Uh, the next section is analogy. Apt analogies are among the most formidable weapons of the rhetorician. Rhetorician. Have not. I don't know if I've ever seen that word. Like someone who makes rhetoric. Uh, Anglo-American alliance is the next section. This will be the last section here. We read. Law, language, and literature. Oop. Law, language, and literature unite the English-speaking world. I am myself an English-speaking union. You, America, may be the larger, and we, Britain, may be the older. You may be the stronger. Sometimes we may be the wiser. Bismarck once said that the supreme fact of the 19th century was that Britain and the United States spoke the same language. Let us make sure that the supreme fact of the 20th century is that they tread the same path. I read the other day that an English nobleman stated that England would have to become the 49th state. I read yesterday that an able American editor had written that the United States ought not to be asked to re-enter the British Empire. 
The path of wisdom lies somewhere between these scarecrow extremes. Footnote said in a speech in New York in 1946. It is not given to us to peer into the mysteries of the future. Still, I avow my hope and faith, sure and in, inviolate, that in the days to come, the British and American people will, for their own safety and for the good of all, walk together in majesty, in justice, and in peace. There you go. That's Churchill. Let's just read a couple quick quick quotes from uh, The Truth About Writing. All the information you need can be given in dialogue. That sounds familiar. I don't, okay, I don't know if... Maybe I just read that to myself uh, before. That is by Elmore Leonard. Dialogue is not just quotation. It is grimaces, pauses adjustments of blouse buttons, doodles on a napkin, and crossing of legs. Jerome Stern. If you are using dialogue, say it aloud as you write it. Only then will it have the sound of speech. John Steinbeck. Yes, I did just read that page like like yesterday because I recalled. As I thought that was a good piece of advice by Mr. Steinbeck. Okay, let's one more quick little page here. Writers seem to me to be people who need to retire from social life and do a lot of thinking about what's happened, almost to calm themselves. Helen Garner. Nothing quite has reality for me till I write it all down, revising and embellishing as I go. I'm always waiting for things to be over so I can get home and commit them to paper. Erica Jong. A good writer is always a people watcher. Judy Bloom. Okay. Done with those books there. Let's, uh, let's check in on... Oh, yeah, I did want to say... So, on the Sonics pod, the last podcast... I did with my father, where we drafted Sonics. He took Hersey Hawkins and said that his nickname was the Big Kiss. And uh, I went to Hersey's Wikipedia page, and it said it said that that nickname had been given to him by the one and only David. Bori, the G is silent, who is um one of the hosts of one of my favorite podcasts that I've been listening to a ton of recently, AFE, All Fancy Everything. I've been listening to a ton of All Fancy Everything, where they uh, kind of gave me the idea to do these a few of these little mini fancy drafts. That that's what they do every episode is they draft a different topic. But what a funny coincidence that I, I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe my own eyes. <laughs> you know? I was like, what? Like I can't believe David Bory is 
he's the... It's just so random that he's the one that created that nickname. Um, so yeah, I wanted to give a little shout out to that. Across those off my list there. Oh yes, I was also going to say, when you go to the gym and use the sauna, don't, do not wear a gray shirt. You don't want to wear a gray shirt when you go to the sauna in public. Because then everyone can see exactly how much you sweat. And uh, I did that the other day. And my whole shirt was drenched. It was a, it was like a different color of gray. I um, I go hard in the in the sauna, not as hard as this other guy that was in there the other day. This guy was, he was like FaceTiming his mom afterwards, but um, but he was still in there after I had taken like a twenty minute break and came back. He was still in there, but he said that. He said that he went, he's like he said that he went for an hour and ten minutes, which is definitely not safe. Never do that. He said that he went in there for forty five minutes straight. <laughs> you're not you're not supposed to go in the sauna for forty five minutes straight. And I was just I didn't say anything, but I was thinking to myself. Don't do that. The longest I'll ever... I'll go 25 minutes in there at once is really pushing it. That's 25. You're not... It's, that's, it's a very... It's not safe. It's not, it's not healthy. It's not safe. And I don't approve. But <laughs> I just couldn't believe it, though. I was just laughing to myself about that. This dude seems... He seemed to be in shape, but like a young, in-shape dude. But still, though, pushing way too hard there, young man. So, um, let's... Uh, oh, I also wanted to give a random shout-out to check out my books. I never talk about them, but I am an author of several self-published books that are all available on Amazon. And I think a couple are available at like uh barnesandnoble.com so um check out my books on Amazon just search my name Chris Arneson and um so I said all the Twitter polls oh I was going to talk about that's what I'll say is uh some movies from this is a list from IMDb. You must be familiar if you listen to the pod. It's our old friend IMDb, the 20 best movies of 2003. 20 years ago. We're going into 2023. The Clippers have the lead. The Clippers are up one. <laughs> Six minutes left, halfway through the fourth quarter there. All right, here's your here's your uh, twenty best movies of '03. We have the Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. Let me bump my brightness up. There you go. Big Fish. Now, oh, Big Fish was a great movie. Tim Burton. 
Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World, The Last Samurai, which I think that's Tom Cruise. Never saw that. Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, the first one. Kill Bill, uh, that's, that's just one of my favorite. I have to say, Pirates of the Caribbean, one of my favorite franchises. I'll have to make a list of my favorite franchises someday. Kill Bill, Volume 1, Old Boy, Mystic River, Finding Nemo, Old School, The Italian Job, Elf, Identity, Matchstick Men, 21 Grams, Lost in Translation, Runaway Jury, Sea Biscuits, the horse racing one. I think Toby Maguire's in it. Dogville and Cold Mountain. So only a few of those I hadn't heard of. But those were some there were some heavy hitters in that list. Like a couple big Will Ferrell movies. The Italian job was a classic. Introduced the Mini Cooper to the general public. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, that's what else I was gonna say before we uh, close out. I was gonna. So there's a New Year's specials. So you got the one on that 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 are um, airing tonight. The New Year's Eve specials. You got the one on NBC with Miley Cyrus and Dolly Parton. You got. ABC is Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest in Seacrest in the house. Who's doing the CBS Nashville? They're doing Nashville Big Bash. Hosted by country music stars and Grammy-nominated artists Jimmy Allen and L. King, and Entertainment Tonight's Rachel Smith. L. King. That sounds familiar. Yes, she's the one who Rob Schneider is her father. That's right. And she has, um, she has a couple of big hits. What about the uh, Fox? Whoops. Click on... I don't want to click on that. Click on the app. Fox New Year's Eve special. Let's see what Fox is doing. Um, no, not the Fox News. Maybe they're not... Maybe... maybe uh, yeah. Eh, that was 2021. They canceled it. I think they're not doing anything. I think Fox doesn't do a New Year special. ABC, NBC, and CBS may have it on lock. So there's that. I want to shout out those. And then um, just do a couple recs here. I want to recommend loyalty reward programs. I love earning points. Earning miles. Just definitely recommend signing up for those if you 
frequent any places or use anything a lot. A couple podcast episodes. We have the Rewatchables podcast, which I was just listening to the Planes, Trains, and Automobiles episode with Bill Simmons and Van Latham. Really enjoying that episode. Really making me want to watch that movie again. That's such a funny movie. I love John Hughes movies. Um, yeah, John Candy. John Candy's funny. Much John Candy wins that movie. Uh, but I want to recommend Pineapple Express rewatchables episode. Uh, I'd listened to this yesterday. Yeah, that's, and I definitely recommend watching the movie if you have not seen that movie. It's a one of the funniest movies of my growing up. But, uh, yeah, I love them. Still one of my favorite comedies. It was a really funny episode, a uh, podcast episode. A good recap of the movie and breakdown, dissection. And also, uh, Whitney Cummings' his podcast, Good For You recommend the Robert Kelly episode. It's a long one, but I think it's worth the listen. In the yeah, it's very emotional for uh Whitney cuz um her mother just passed away 3 days before she said right at the beginning, 3 days before that recording. So so it's very sad for um obviously and um but yeah it's a really good episode though and it's a uh, it's kind of all over the place but yeah i enjoyed it um yeah listen to that this morning so let's see oh just like i was angling at um clippers about to go up 6 points after this uh after this Reggie Jackson free throw here. So. Alright. Let's see. Yep. So it's 116 to 110. And um, five minutes left in the game. I just get distracted sometimes by. <laughs> I'm like, are these people like listening to me talk into my iPad? <laughs> these people. Someone's just walking their dog and they're just standing like I just got distracted for a second I just got insecure I just felt insecure for a second there so I stood up and started walking around but um yeah just like I was predicting Clippers oh nope but Miles Turner's going for and one here so uh, yeah I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do play by play in the rest of the game but uh All right. (laughs) Happy New Year's. Hope you have a great day. Hope you have a great New Year's. And uh, thank you so much. Bye-bye. Forgot to say, those aren't pillows. Those aren't pillows.